0: Jai. Transcendental Prabhupada Festival, KJ. Transcendental Book Distribution, KJ. Transcendental Book Distribution, KJ. Brihat Madanga KJ.
1: Shri Guru Vaina Maham. Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Purvnita Nanda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gaur Bhaktivinoda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare
0: Hare.
1: Thank you everybody for coming to the Transcendental uh, Book Distribution Seminar. And there are so many wonderful devotees in this room today with so much experience in preaching Krishna consciousness and in distributing books that uh, it's overwhelming to be here and uh, to be gathered with all these wonderful devotees. Uh, uh, Thank you very much everybody for coming and putting together this energy uh, by which we can uh, expand and work together to gather more energy from each other to push on book distribution and uh, delve into the transcendental ocean of nectar, which is always expanding. And the best way to do that is by the association of devotees who are experiencing that bliss. Uh, By associating with devotees and talking about transcendental book distribution, the mission of Srila Prabhupada and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then uh, our realizations expand and our enthusiasm expands for preaching Krishna consciousness in that way. I was really inspired this morning looking through some of the history of book distribution and I wanted to start by reading a pastime from the Leela Amrita called Please Distribute Books. And it starts in San Francisco, July 5th, 1970. Can everyone hear alright? Yeah. Okay. Um but well, we can close those windows back there. That's why I listen to the noise here. Oh, Actually, they're all, everything's closed. It can be closed. Those have wires in them. Those
0: have wires in them? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll oh, speak up. Slide up.
0: Oh, okay. I see.
1: This is in San Francisco. Okay. Sh- okay. Should I turn on the fan? Sure. Do you want to know the fans? Uh, if they work. Yeah. Srila Prabhupada was attending the 1970 Rath Yatra in San Francisco. The day was cold and windy, and about 10,000 people had joined Lord Jagannath's procession through Golden Gate Park. Srila Prabhupada danced in the street with thousands of participants during the parade, addressed a large crowd in an auditorium by the beach, and looked on as his disciples had distributed a free vegetarian prasadam feast to thousands. But when a devotee arrived with a half dozen advanced copies, of volume one of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Srila Prabhupada appeared especially pleased. Surrounded by devotees and curious festival goers, Srila Prabhupada held one of the books, admiring the front cover with its full color picture of Radha and Krishna. The volume was big, almost seven and a half by ten and a half inches, and its dust jacket shone silver with large bright red letters, Krishna. It was transcendental wonder in Srila Prabhupada's reverent hands. Onlookers could barely restrain themselves from pressing in against Srila Prabhupada to peer over his shoulders. And they didn't restrain their exclamations when Prabhupada smiled and opened the volume. He examined the illustrations, the print, the paper and the binding. Very nice, he said. He fixed his attention on a page, reading. Then he looked up and announced, that this greatly valuable book, Krishna, had just arrived and that everyone should read it. Holding one book in his hand with the other copies stacked before him, he said that anyone who so desired should come forward and buy a copy. People began clamoring and hands with $10 bills thrust forward while voices cried out, begging for a copy. And Prabhupada promptly sold every book, not even keeping one for himself. For the devotees, Srila Prabhupada's selling of the Krishna book was the most spectacular event of the Rath Yatra festival. They poured over the purchased books in groups, discussing Krishna's pastimes and the effect that they would have on people in America. Brahmananda told how in 1967, Prabhupada had given, had given away his advanced copying, copy of Teachings of Lord Chaitanya in his room at 26 Second Avenue in New York City. Just before that book arrived, Srila Prabhupada had been sitting and talking with Satyavrata, a disciple who had previously stopped coming to the temple due to petty, petty quarreling with his godbrothers. When the copy of Teachings of Lord Chaitanya had arrived, Srila Prabhupada had lovingly inspected it and had then offered it to Satyavrata as a gift. Brahmananda had been astounded to see Srila Prabhupada give away his only copy of the book. Having helped publish the book, Ramananda knew how painstakingly Prabhupada had written it and how he had anxiously waited one year for the book to finally see print. Yet once it had arrived, he had immediately given it away. And to a disciple who was not even in good standing, Satyavrata had taken the book, thanks Srila Prabhupada, and left never to be seen again. (laughs) (laughs) Although Srila Prabhupada wanted his disciples to be as eager to distribute Krishna conscious literature as he was, None of them knew how to do it. Distributing a magazine and asking for a small donation was one thing, but a big, hardbound book? When the entire shipment of Teachings of Lord Chaitanya had arrived in New York in April of 1967, the devotees had hired a truck, picked up the books on the dock, and unloaded them at the 26 Second Avenue. They had then shipped them to ISKCON centers in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Boston, Montreal, and elsewhere. And there they remained. Some devotees had tried placing ads in magazines and leaving books in bookstores on consignment, but the books didn't sell. How to sell these big hardbound books remained a mystery until something significant happened, an accidental discovery. One day in 1971, while driving back to the temple, after chanting in downtown San Francisco, two brahmacharis stopped at a local service station for gas. When the attendant came to the window for money, one of the devotees showed him a Krishna book. The attendant seemed interested and the two devotees began preaching the glories of Krishna consciousness. When they suggested he take the book as payment for the gas, he agreed. Astonished at what had happened and inspired by their success, the two brahmacharis went the next day with several Krishna books and stood in front of a grocery store. And again it happened. This time they sold two books. Keshava, the San Francisco temple president, phoned his GBC supervisor and brother, Karundar, in Los Angeles to tell him what had happened. It's like a miracle, Keshava exclaimed. Karundar encouraged him to experiment further, and soon the San Francisco temple had half a dozen men going from door to door, showing the books to people in their homes. When Budimanta began selling as many as five books in a day, the devotees in other temples, especially Los Angeles, San Diego, and Denver, wanted to follow his example and whoever tried it and sold the book became caught up in a euphoric excitement. The experience and testimonials of devotees selling Srila Prabhupada's books describe a special taste, distinct from the happiness young men might ordinarily experience by stumbling upon a sales technique and finding themselves on the verge of making a lot of money. The difference is that devotees' book distribution, being devotional service to Krishna, produces an ecstasy that is transcendental an ecstasy far beyond even the greatest material happiness. I remember when I first came to the temple in San Francisco and I didn't know really what was going on, I walked in the front door and I asked where Prabhupada was and there was a devotee there uh, at the front door drinking some hot milk and he said, well, Prabhupada's in his books. That was the first (laughs) thing he told me. and uh, That was a, um, a Janakanath. He was there and he just said, well, Prabhupada's in his books. He didn't really explain
0: th-
1: that much further, but he, you know, he, w- he, just, he told me that. And for, for years later, I remembered that, because devotees who go on Sankirtan and distribute books experience what is being said here, the difference between just going out and selling something and the euphoric ecstasy of distributing a book, because the book is non-different than Krishna. Um, the book is Krishna himself and it's a transcendental uh, process of taking the books which are like deities out into the public and meeting people, meeting spiritual souls who've been floundering in the material world for millions and millions of lifetimes and introducing them back to Krishna and Krishna enlivens the devotee who goes out and introduces uh, him to the conditioned souls. and it, It's an amazing process. I mean, so many devotees have heard uh, different stories about uh, how books ended up in people's homes who weren't expecting them. Uh, how many devotees here in the room came to Krishna consciousness uh, because they came in contact with one of Srila Prabhupada's books originally? Okay, that works pretty well. And. Um, if you ask anywhere in the Krishna consciousness movement how you came in contact with, with the devotees, with Krishna consciousness, you'll find that Krishna himself has found his way uh, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada uh, into the homes and, and uh, yard sales, garage sales, uh, even in some garbage cans he has been found. There many a time in, in airports uh, Krishna books and Bhagavatams and Bhagavad Gita's have been fished out by curious onlookers who then end up uh, embarking on a transcendental journey back to home, back to Godhead. But that's Krishna's will because uh, if if we are to understand that Krishna is non-different than the books and and that he is completely independent in where he goes after we distribute the books, then it's an uh, ecstatic process of watching people get the books and uh, take them home. So uh, I remember many times uh, being in areas like the airport distributing books and finding that uh, people were reading them. You know, some hours later you walk past and you see someone sitting there reading the book. Have you ever had that experience? Uh, And it's just so much, uh, there's so much curiosity there to walk by and just look and see what are they reading for the first time. Uh, You know, they open the book to any page. You can open these prophets and they're sweet like sugar candy. It doesn't matter where you open. Imagine someone for the first time, they meet a devotee on the street and they just open the book anywhere and they start reading. What is this? In the 15th incarnation, the Lord assumed the form of a dwarf Brahmin, Vamana, and visited the arena of sacrifice arranged by Maharaj Bali. Although at heart, he was willing to remain... Uh, regain the kingdom of the three planetary systems, he simply asks for a donation of three steps of land. The Almighty God can bestow upon anyone the kingdom of the universe from a very small beginning. And similarly, he can take away the kingdom of the universe on the plea of begging a small piece of land. So, you can open Prabhupada's books anywhere, to any page, it doesn't matter, even the introduction, uh, and you'll find complete hundred percent transcendental ecstasy. So the Prophet said if they read one word or one line then their lives can be turned. If they even touch the book then they'll become benefited. Many times when people steal, were stealing the books, And remember in Chicago airport we, there was some inquiry about well, what if someone steals the book from us? You no, know, Here, take, take a look at one of these, thanks. And they take off with the book. That happened, uh, has happened many, many times. What did Prabhupada say? Lucky thief. (laughs) (laughs) Ordinary business and the business of selling Krishna conscious literature are as different as material life from spiritual life, and anyone observing spiritual life from the material point of view will not understand it. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati has compared such empirical attempts to understand the ecstasy of Krishna consciousness with attempts to taste honey by licking the outside of the bottle. The young men and women beginning to distribute books in America knew that Srila Prabhupada, by giving them Krishna consciousness, had saved them from hellish life and they wanted to help him give Krishna consciousness to others. And such preaching by distributing his books was ecstasy, spiritual ecstasy. By mid-1971 the temples were selling hundreds of Krishna books a week. Karandar, Prabhupada's book fund manager began sending Sankirtan newsletters to the North American temples and to Srila Prabhupada. By listing the monthly results of each temple's book distribution, the newsletters incited competition. Karandar's December 1971 newsletter summed up the mood of the year and urged the devotees to increase. Recently, in, all our, in an all-out program to sell books, the San Francisco Temple has been averaging 20 Krishna books per day distribution. What is their technique? Keshava Prabhu says, Simply, we make it our priority activity. All you have to do is want to to do it, and then try as hard as you can. Everywhere we go, we carry BTGs and Krishna books. He says, on street, SKP, door-to-door, to the laundromat, to the store, everywhere. We have been taxing our brains in so many fancy and complicated ways to try to increase sales. But as it has been experienced, nothing is more successful than simply taking the books personally in hand and going door to door with this causeless mercy. Just consider how many hours a day do we spend specifically trying to distribute Srila Prabhupada's literature, which is the dearmost thing to him. The crowning touch to the end to end the year Sankirtan, however, came not from the newsletter but from Prabhupada himself, who wrote to Keshava, the king of, of Krishna book distribution. I have been receiving so many reports about how my disciples from the San Francisco Temple cannot be surpassed by anyone in distributing my books. Sometimes they are selling as many as 70 Krishna books daily. So if this is true, then certainly when I return to the U.S., I I must come and stay at your temple. By distributing my books profusely, you are giving me great encouragement to translate. And And you are helping me to fulfill the order which Guru Maharaj gave me. So I am so much grateful to you, and I am sure Krishna will bless you a million times over for doing this work. I hope that, that you and all my beloved disciples in San Francisco Temple are in strong health and jolly mood. Copies of this letter went out to every ISKCON center. Prabhupada had always given his blessings to the devotees, but never before could anyone recall his saying, a devotee would get Krishna's blessings a million times over. And um, we were discussing about, uh, or on the um, announcement about about the seminar, there was mentioned that uh, distributing books and preaching Christian consciousness this way is carrying on the legacy of Srila Prabhupada. And um, it's a wonderful meditation to think back to Prabhupada getting the instructions from his spiritual master to...